double again. I want to see a triple doink. It might happen. Doink. Double doink. Double doink. Double doink. Triple doink. Quadruple doink. 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 Double doink right there. Doink. Doink. A double doink. Double doinker. Dicker the kicker. Triple doinks it in. Doink. 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 Double doinks and sackles. Teaching me how to football. You're not here enough for me to teach you how to football. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, my name is Fernando. I'm Travis. I'm Jimmy G, the Dimes Boy. And joining you for the first time this season, it is Chris Walters. No name. I thought he was going to get a nickname on that one. Yeah, no, it, was close. it was close. It was right He there. wanted one. Right. Right. He definitely right. wanted one. That'll be something we have to do later on in the season. Come up with a nickname for Chris Walters. Or send us your thoughts on what Chris Walters' nickname is. Yeah, we love be. to hear fans' opinions. Yes. All right, so we're going to start off this episode as another recap of week two. There were some good games out there we got to see. Uh, let's start off with Thursday night football. Of course Ooh. you would. Uh, well, it's the first game of last week, so we got we got stuff. So let me just say, the Vikings have seven turnovers in two games this year, both losses. They're seven and one. Uh, I think they're a minus six in the turnover battle, or a plus, whatever the bad one is. Uh, but I like the way they they fought back. Um, they I thought they were going to get blown out. I didn't think it was going to be what is it a six point game? Uh, Cousins is he's looking. He's like not the problem. We have no there's no running game and no rush defense and rush offense. Like it's bad all around. The Vikings can string it together if they stop with the turnovers and the defense can just kind of play. Can they? Can they? It was a competitive game, I thought. It was a really it competitive was. game. I thought it would be blown out or over, and your interest would have been lost. Especially when it was when it was 27-7 to 7 at one point. That's when I was like, here we go. But then, I don't know. The Eagles seem a little out of whack early in the season, like at least on the passing game. Uh, but they, could, they ran the ball down the Vikings' throats. How many people started DeAndre Swift this week? Uh, looking at our fantasy leagues, uh, he was on the bench in most of them. A lot of, lot of. I bench. had him start in one league. I mean, randomly, I didn't expect him to have that game at all. Like the running back savant over here. Uh, this is this year. The, the biggest question that I have with like the Eagles game is like the passing game has to get on eventually. I think it's going to get on this week, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, DeAndre Swift had a game. Um, you know, when you have a pass defense like the Vikings do right now, I mean, you're going to run for 174 yards. It's it's pretty incredible what that dude did on Thursday night. But the fact that the Vikings were able to stay in that game, props to them. Agreed. Uh, moving on to Sunday, uh, first game I see was Packers-Falcons. Falcons had a nice little comeback there to uh, start off 2-0. and Both, like, the worst division we said early in the year. We have two 2-0 teams on top of that division. Falcons look good this year. Defense playing better. They definitely have some moves they're making, man. Their their offense looked pretty decent. I mean, I'm I'm surprised. I literally wrote off the Falcons this year. I was thinking, no way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're showing up for games, so it's impressive. I think I know the secret of the Falcons, and they're trying to hide it. Their team really sucks, so they're just going to keep running the ball until anyone stop them. They can't throw the ball. They definitely don't want to throw the ball. I mean, it's working. Desmond for Ritter. It's a strategy. Des- Desmond Ritter is your quarter. That's not going to work. I mean, he had two touchdowns. 
They weren't passing touchdowns, but I mean, he's. Hey, I mean, that's two touchdowns. Right. Still two touchdowns. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with uh, GBG, the, the, the stat boy on this one. Um, I think uh, right now, if you have Kyle Pitts, drop him. You, you should absolutely drop him. I there, learned that last year. You there never are should better, have drafted him. There are better tight ends out there right now. Sam Laporta. Uh, I mean, even Zach Ertz, but we'll get to Zach Ertz in a little bit. But, I mean, there are better tight ends out there. But that running Hunter game between Bijan and Tom Algier, Tom Algier didn't even do anything this week. Bijan just took over. I mean, like, it is the Bijan show. is exactly what we expected. The Falcons are here. The Packers made some mistakes, but the Packers are also still here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Love still had three TDs. Yeah, he did. So two weeks in a row. Yeah, two weeks in a row. Show All right. Fart. We got the Bills destroying the Raiders. There's not much to talk about in that game that the Raiders suck and the Bills are back on track. Bills were so angry. Uh, the Ravens go into Cincy, beat the Bengals. Bengals don't have it together. Joe Burrow is obviously not 100%, and that uh, offense is struggling with that. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I feel like this is what you get when you hold out. Was it a calf injury? Maybe. Was yes. it holding out for a, a it was contract? A Maybe. Who knows? I think it was a combination between the two. But, yeah, if you don't show up for preseason, you're not going to start a season off well. That's just the way it goes. As a person that picked the Bengals to go far, this is not what I was expecting them to go through. And our friend Timmy knew that this is probably they start slow. Uh, he says that every year. Um, but <laughs> this is a little bit dangerous with Burrow having this calf injury. Maybe they should have just sat, IR'd him to get him healthy for the first four weeks of the season, just so he's really healthy. Um, would have really, really suffered. A lot of people would have like hated that. So I think the Bengals are going to get back on board eventually. Uh, this was not the game to do it. Uh, I think I think Joe Burrow is actually injured by this point. Uh, but the the bright spots of that offense right now is they're shutting down Jamar Chase. Uh, he's still making plays, not like the way Justin Jefferson is, but T. Higgins is starting to make plays. Uh, so they will find that offense will find a way to score. Yeah, Chase is not even involved at all right now. It's kind of as a Chase owner in one league, just not. It's not fun. Uh, next, uh, very entertaining game when the Seahawks and Lions play. The last two seasons, they've both they've scored over sixty eight points, sixty eight or more in both games. Seahawks coming off with victories in both. A fun overtime game. Uh, the Lions, you know, like we said, maybe riding a little high. Maybe I don't know the. Offense was there, but the Lions' defense is who we thought they are. You know, I, I still like golf this season. I like Detroit this season. I mean, last season we talked about it multiple times, how they show up for big games and then they just kind of crap the bed for the easy game. So as long as golf can keep it going, I mean, he had three touchdowns this week, this past week. As long as their offense can keep it going and they just keep fighting strong, they have a chance. I like them. I'm really sad how the Lions played this game. Like, I think Gibbs was hurt a little bit. He got, like, banged up a little bit. They really couldn't get that going. Um, their offense, golf still had some stuff going on. That was pretty good, but just couldn't beat the Seahawks in this game, which is disappointing. I mean, at the end of the day, I think uh, the Lions are still there. Uh, the Seahawks came into play. Geno Smith is owning the Lions on a separate season now for different reasons. Uh, Goff still had an amazing game. David Montgomery goes down with a thigh injury by this point. Jamar Gibbs still is not involved in the offense as much as what people want to be. Craig Reynolds might be a guy to pick up in uh, fantasy football. 
He is on many waiver wires if you want to try him out if you're struggling <laughs> at the running back position. Uh, we got Chargers at Titans, another overtime game. Chargers kind of did what they always do. Went for the field goal over a touchdown that could have taken the lead in regulation. Now I will say right now, uh, watching football in the garage on Sunday, the person that I know has the most opinion about this game is going to be Chris Walters, so I'm going to let him take this one over of us. I'm just going to say, it came down to two minutes, and I think it was 25 seconds ago. I think they had three timeouts, and they didn't use a timeout. They left with two timeouts on the board. They went into overtime with two timeouts on the board. It blows my mind. They were playing for the field goal, and they get what they deserve. I didn't understand that at all. They could have made some plays, a couple deep passes, or at least try to go for it. They played for the field goal, and they got what they deserved. So, Chris, let me ask you this. Uh, they fired their offensive coordinator. Uh, uh, was a Lambo uh, by that point. Uh, they hired Kellen Moore, who was supposed to fix the offense. Offense still put up 24 points this game by this point. Is it the offense coordinator? They fired the defense coordinator in the offseason. Is it the offense coordinator, or is it maybe, just maybe, the head coach. percent <gasps> no. I think it comes down. I think it comes down to whoever makes the overall decisions, head right? Coach. Because you have one person say go for it, and you head have coach. someone that can overrule them. Head I'm coach. not saying one way or the other. Head coach, obviously the head coach. Oh, uh, but the thing is, like, head coach. what are you thinking? Are you playing for the win? You're playing for the tie. Like, what is going on? Second game of the season, and this is how you're playing. What can we expect from you from the rest of the season? That makes zero sense. In my book, those are Titans. I think I think the proper <laughs> phrase is Chargers are going to charge. Chargers yeah. are going to charge. Uh, next game up, not much. Uh, Baker looked good again, beating the Bears. Justin Fields thrown his coaches under the bus because of his poor play. Uh, next up, uh, this is more of a Travis game. We have the Chiefs. Uh, beating the uh, Jaguars. Ja- Not much to talk about this game, Chiefs right? left uh, Jacksonville out of the end zone, only to three field goals. But Chiefs only put up 17 points, huh? I mean, the thing is that the Jaguars like got three <laughs> turnovers from the Chiefs. We held them to 17 points. I mean, slow clap all you want, everything like that. That's actually quite a thing to, to say. I mean, the Chargers gave up 27 points to the Titans. To give up 17 points as Chiefs, the problem was the call playing in the red zone by that point. Trevor Lawrence was 0 for 9 in the red zone every single time he threw the ball. He was there. The passes weren't there. I mean, the closest thing we had was Zay Jones when he almost tapped his foot down. Outside of that, if you don't put up points in the red zone, you're not going to be the Chiefs. That simple. Fair enough. Uh, We got Colts-Texans, you know, kind of a snooze fest. Colts put up some points, uh, beat the Texans. Niners. At Rams. Uh, a lot of speculation going on on the internet about the uh, Rams kicking a field goal with three seconds left to uh, hit the spread. Hit my spread. And I uh, heard some people see, in Vegas uh, were, won this one. Oh, were yeah. pissed Fernan- off about that. Fernando won that one on the spread. Oh, congratulations. I lost it because of that. Oh, Trav, you won it. Oh, Chris, I was the only one that lost that. <laughs> That's Great. a shame. Hey. Yeah. What was that? Ten and a half points. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Eight. I, it was eight. It was eight, and they, they got and seven. It would have been seven. Cover the spread. I mean, when we said it, it was seven points at kickoff, but when we recorded it, it was eight, eight or nine or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. San Francisco is so scary right now. They're a scary team. They have it on both sides. Uh, I mean, they're tough to beat all over the board. Uh, I, I'm i just showing out there right now, probably the number one team in the NFL, like, in my opinion. 
Oh, no. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let me just say one thing real fast uh, on the opposite side of that. The Rams, um, much better than everyone thought they were going to be this Fair year. Fair enough, uh, yes. We can say Puka Nakua. We can say Tutu Atwell. We can say they're all, even Karen Williams by this point. We could say they're all system players. I'm buying into the system, man. I am. Matt Stafford does look really good right now. Uh, like he is. Like I, he had some throw off his back foot that was like the fastest throw I saw on Sunday. It's incredible how much that team is playing right now in a quote unquote rebuilding year that they haven't indulged in. Speaking of bad throws, the only thing that worried me about this game, and it's almost like a bad dream, is there are three passes by Purdy that sailed over the wide receiver. And it's giving me some Jimmy G nightmares of how he overthrew <laughs> multiple players. He just, I, I think you're having flashbacks. And I'm just, yeah, I'm just hoping right it's a bad dream. I was say, Niners fans, fans are like, the worst. Niners fans yeah. question their the worst. They, at least yeah. Dallas fans, at least yeah. Dallas fans actually have their quarterbacks yeah. back. Niners fans are the What more do you want? Spoiled. All how about this? Ready, ready. We'll, we'll trade you. How about this? The Jets will trade you Zach Wilson for uh, like uh, Purdy straight up right now. Yeah. What do you think about yeah, that? I was going to do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then there you go. Enjoy your quarterback. All right. Fine. Okay. All right. We had the Giants beating the Cardinals with a big comeback. Cardinals look like they were going to run away with this. Uh, Saquon's probably going to be out for a few weeks with a sprained ankle. And uh, pick up Matt Breida on the waiver wire, folks. He's a uh, Probably out there. I got him in the league. I'm, uh, I'm excited about Still that. Still can't believe, was it the Giants that scored zero points that first half? We had best yeah, first half. Yeah, almost the first seven quarters of the year, but they finally got it together in that third quarter. Actually, uh, you know what? It turns out when the offensive line can actually block for Daniel Jones, he can do what he can do last right. year. All right. The Cowboys destroyed the Jets. Not No uh, big surprise there. I thought the Jets could defense would try to keep them in it, but that didn't happen. It was too uh, much to handle. Yeah. This game, this game ended up being a very entertaining game. The Commies at the yeah, Broncos. Uh, we had a Hail Mary at the end of regulation to get a touchdown for the Broncos. To cut it to a two-point lead, they had to get the two-point conversion. I thought that was blatant pass interference against the Commies. That was not called. The game ended there, and it was Commies 35, Broncos 33. It was interference on the two-point conversion. Oh, my gosh. That was a great game, but, man, that was a horrible way to end that. Yeah, I think overall it was a really good game. Very entertaining to watch. It it made it up on the Walter Garage TV, so. <laughs> I think Sam Hill, like, isn't terrible. Brian Robinson's definitely coming to his own, but, man, what a terrible way to end that game. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, we have Dolphins at Patriots. I'm going to go on a limb and say this right here. Dolphins are the best team in the AFC. Mm. That's Ooh. not a very hot takey. I think that's that's, that's why I, I didn't check that as a hot take. I'm yeah. just I think the Dolphins are the best team in the AFC right now. I mean, Tua's looking great. Uh, the defense played well. They, they let the Patriots get back into that game, but they got firepower on offense. Their defense is decent. I'm gonna say the Dolphins are the best AFC team right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, I mean they're looking good. They're they're tough to beat. I mean uh, most are showing up. Like the wide receivers are there. So I don't know. I don't know. I can't qu- I can't quite find an argument for that right now. They don't now. have much depth on their right the running back side. It's behind most of When you much. have those wide receivers, yeah, you don't need it's running probably backs. Probably not necessary. But um, I have a question about this game. Do you think Belichick needs like a holster for that challenge flag? 
No, he just always goes digs in his sock for that. I like the sock play. Yeah, why not? Do you the think sock his sock play? is a wallet? For I mean, once again, Belichick yeah. has earned enough right. He can do whatever point. he wants. That so dude could pull a challenge flag out of his assistant coach's ass by this point. <laughs> like I'm still going to call it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you just a little bit on this one. I, I think the Ravens with the two and zero record is is probably a good argument. I'm gonna say something in this game that I saw. The Patriots are a different team this year than they were last year. Hundred percent. They pass a lot more. Uh, the running game will get involved in it. The last time the Patriots started zero and two. Oh God! Here we go. Huh. It was Super Bowl. <laughs> 2001. That now, was 2001. Now, I do not believe that the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl this year. I do not believe that. Yeah, okay. no. But, however, I do believe the Patriots are a better team than an 0-2 team. I think the Patriots are better than the 1-1 Jaguars right now. Uh, I think they're better than the 0-2 Bengals right now. Uh, I think they're better than the 1-1 Steelers right now, the 1-1 Browns right now. Uh, I think the Patriots are much – I think they're better than the 1-1 Jets right now. I think the Patriots are a much better team right now than what people are giving credit for, even though they're 0-2. They played the Eagles to start the season off. That's that's a hard hard start. Uh, you play the Dolphins, which you're considering the best team in the AFC right now, which is also a hard start. I think the Patriots are a much better team than what we've given them credit for, and I would be wary about them for the rest of the season in the division. Think they're third? Yeah, third? but yeah. I, I think, think I think they're about the Bills. I think the question is like lasting power. Like, do they have that to make it through the season? And you don't believe they're gonna make it to the Super Bowl, so I'm gonna say negative on that. Uh I I think they have potential for sure. Uh I think there's they they need a little time uh to make that happen, but you know, with the coaching staff they have it is a possibility. I just don't think uh, that this season is their season. Then we got uh, the two Monday night football games to wrap up the uh, last week's picks. Uh, Saints at Panthers. This game was a defensive field goal game for the first, I don't know, two and a half quarters. Saints kind of opened it up. Uh, Panthers got that garbage touchdown at the end of Thielen to cut it down to a three-point game. Uh, but the Saints defense looks good. Uh, Mr. Walters, you uh, you follow the Panthers closely. Uh, what do you what do you think about this performance? First of all, I don't appreciate the garbage time touchdown. <laughs> it was. Is, is that what it was? Yes, <laughs> I don't appreciate the terminology on that. Uh, my my only problem with this is I don't think the Saints defense is like as good as what people are talking about. I think they played like what Tennessee week one. They played Carolina with a weak offense week two. Uh, yeah, they showed up for those two games. I'm not hyping up on uh, New Orleans defense right now. Uh, Panthers are they're hurting on the offensive line. They can't quite protect uh, Bryce Young, and I really feel like the the Panthers like head coach isn't giving Bryce Young the ball to be able to throw downfield. Uh, they had a lot of dump offs, a lot of uh, screen passes, a couple like slants. Uh, but they did, they're not giving him the ball to like throw downfield. So I don't know if they just don't trust him or they're trying to like ease him into it. Uh, but the the Panthers offense is really hurting right now, you know. Um, and we just need to show up on that side of the ball. I think Bryce Young looks really good when he's rushing, uh, but his passing needs a little help. So Carolina offense right now is struggling. All right. I, I got to interject real fast. Uh, I think not only is your offensive line poor right now, I think the biggest thing right now is you can't get a rushing game going. 
Uh, Miles Sanders rushed for 14 uh, carries with 43 yards, averaging 3.1 yards a carry right now. Bryce Young carried almost half of the rest of the, the offensive rushing yards by that point with two rushes for 34. Uh, Shubert, you got two rushes for 16. Uh, Chenault, you got one for seven. You got to establish a running game to let the offensive line start doing their thing. If you cannot do that, then people are going to pin their ears back and they're going to go off the young quarterback. That I mean, that's a really good comment because in my mind, I thought they were bringing Sanders over to be like almost like a split back type of situation because Schubert. Like he didn't, he wasn't that bad last year. It wasn't terrible, you know. He showed up last year, so I thought it was going to be more of a split back situation. But it looks like Sanders getting the ball. He's the lead right now. So when are they going to get like him in the mix to be able to like even that out? Because right now it's not working. So something's got to give. Cam Akers is out there. Oh wait, no, he's not. No, no he's, he's not. Kareem out. Hunt is out there. No, 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 no. He's not. Speaking of Kareem Hunt, we got the final game of oh, Monday night. Browns me. at Steelers. Whoo! Nick let, Chubb, that was a bad injury. Steelers came back to win this one at home. It was uh, kind of sloppy offenses both sides, but Steelers got it done. Uh, should we wrap oh, no. up? You got something Wait, to say? I got something to say about this one. I have never seen a quarterback. I've never seen a player take two personal fouls for a face mask. And unnecessary roughness in a game my entire life, let alone a quarterback. He who shall not be named knows he has lost his step. The only reason that you go that hard during a run or during like a scramble out or anything like that, you know you don't got anymore. I hate you. I know it's going to go down as the worst transaction in probably sports history. I think people are already feeling that right now. Probably sports history. More than he knows he's done. Listen. Nick Chubb, I pray to God, I really do, that you you get healthy. Can we give a quick moment of silence for Nick Chubb? A little prayer he comes back to. All right. We are going to take our quick break here when we come back. Week three predictions, and we got some hot takes we're going to throw in the mix for you guys. Uh, we'll be back right, right, right soon. Hot takes. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials. Hey, Fernando. What's up, Travis? Well, I was wondering, you're going to Minneapolis this weekend. I'm feeling a little pizza. What are you thinking? When I go to Minneapolis, my favorite pizza in the city will be Uptown Pizza. Located at 323 West Lake Street, it is the best pizza. Their buffalo chicken pizza. They'll give you a packet of blue cheese on the side if you want to throw that on there. The combination is amazing. Uptown Pizza. Tell them Fernando sent you. Oh, and you said packet of blue cheese? Packet. It. It's weird. It's. <laughs> and we're back with some more double doinks and sackles. Teaching you how to football. Uh, before we go into our picks, we are going to have Jimmy G, the stat boy, give us some stats or some trivia. I don't know, whatever you're going to Tra- do. Stats. Stephanie. Trivia. Trivia? Tra- I don't know. Stats? I don't know what you're saying right now. I'm having a stroke. Um, question. Who is the, of the five broadcasters that do NFL games, their top teams, who is the oldest and who is the youngest? What broadcasters? So we got Mike Tirico, we got Chris Collinsworth, we have Kevin Burkhart, Greg Olson, 
Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman. Colin Who's Moore. the oldest? Who's the oldest? Colin Moore's got to be up there. It's got to be Jim Nance. He's been doing it forever. Nance? I'm going to go Tariqa. Tariqa's 56. Nance is 64. Uh, uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. But that's not the oldest. Oh, shh. The oldest is Al Michaels at 78. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yes. He the youngest, you can probably figure out just based on the names I just Olsen. said. Is it Olsen? Olsen, Olsen yeah. is 38. I don't know if he was much older than uh, Tony Romo. I figured they were close Romo to Romo is 43. Nance is 64. Quarterback versus tight end by that point. It's got to be. Yeah. Romo's got to be older. Buck, Herbst, Joe Buck, Kurt Herbstreit, Troy Aikman, Mike Tirico are all about 54, 56. Okay. Um, another stat. Of these seven names, who is oldest? Hubie Brown, like legendary coach, broadcaster. Lee Corso, you know, with the college football. Jim Cott does baseball. Brent Musburger, Bob Euchre, Dick Vitale, or our good old favorite, Terry Bradshaw. Who is older? Who is the oldest of those? I'm going Bob Euchre. I already forgot most of them. I'm just going to agree with you and say Bob Euchre. Bob Euchre is uh, 89. He's just a little bit younger than Hubie Brown, who's 89. Terry Bradshaw is 75, even though he feels like he's much older. Anyway, those are those dry stats today. All right. Well, let's uh, dive into our week three picks. Got a lot of uh, fun games to talk about. Starting off with Thursday night football. Oh, this one's going to be ugly. It's the Giants at the Niners. Niners are by 10. I got nothing to say about this game. The Niners are going to destroy them, and they'll cover those 10 points. That's that. Yep. 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 All right. <laughs> Let's move into Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Uh, the first game up, I have the uh, Tennessee Titans traveling to Cleveland, taking on the Browns. Browns three-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, I don't know if uh, Kareem Hunt will be starting in this game or if they're going with, uh, what's his name, Jerry Ford? Gerald Ford? Ford. Ford. Jerome Ford. Ford. Jerome Ford. I, I Built the con- auto industry. I always get him confused with, yeah, former president. Um, in this game, I mean, the Browns' defense has looked pretty good. I mean, last game, you know, Pittsburgh's defense scored a touchdown and was turning the ball over all day, keeping uh, the Browns out of the end zone for – Part of the time. Uh, but I am going to take the Browns at home. Uh, Tennessee doesn't have much of a run game. I just don't trust their offense. I think Cleveland at home can come away with that victory and cover that three-and-a-half-point spread. I agree. I got uh, Cleveland three-and-a-half. Yeah, I agree. I have the Cleveland to win. But I have the Titans to cover because I feel like it might be a close game. New running, running, running back. Not really new, but I just feel like this will be a close game. After that, let's look at. Uh, did you? Oh, wait, you didn't make your pick. I didn't make a pick. We're going to Travis say, next. Uh, I uh, jumped the gun. I'm going to take the Titans all day in this game. Uh, I don't know how many more people Deshaun Watson can keep grabbing uh, unnecessarily by this point. Uh, I've never seen a quarterback, let alone another player, get two face masks and unnecessary roughness in the same game by this point. The guy's lost a step, dude. He knows he's lost a step. The Browns lost their main guy by this point. They can bring Kareem Hunt back in all they want. Ford, I mean, Deshaun Watson couldn't even make the block for Ford to actually get the 64-69-yard touchdown. 69-yard touchdown is what it would have been by that nice. point. Um, 
Deshaun Watts is done, dude. He's done. Uh, no longer will I name his name anymore by this point. He who shall not be named will go down as the worst contract in NFL history. Titans win. No problem. I wanted to add, when you were talking about those face mask penalties, do you know why Deshaun Watson, sorry I said his name, why he got so mad at the very end just yelling at the Steelers bench? You tell me. It's because the Steelers uh, kind of baited him asking do he want a butt massage. Yeah. And that's why he went off. That triggered him. I feel, Something triggered I feel Deshaun like, Watson. I feel like that's a legitimate question to ask him, though. Yeah. That's, that's fair enough. Yeah, fair, yeah, like fair same. enough. Yeah. Okay, next game. Uh, Falcons going to the Motor City, taking on Detroit. Detroit three-point favorites. Uh, Falcons, uh, I think I'm the minority in this one. I got the Falcons going into Detroit, getting that upset win. I just think the Falcons, they just run the ball. You can run the ball against the Lions. That'll keep their high-powered offense on the sideline. Uh, their defense has been playing better. Yes, they've had the talent on offense on their opponents has not been that great. I like the Falcons to go in, run all over the Lions, come out of this weekend with a victory. I just don't think you can be a one-stop shop, right? So you, you've had it for two weeks in a row right now. Uh, people are going to catch on what you're trying to do. If you can't throw the ball, guess what they're going to do? They're going to stack the box. So the Lions looking good on offense. I think they're going to pull out over Atlanta and take these three points pretty easily. I like how you said pull out. I see what they're doing. Atlanta's trying to hide their quarterback sucks. I think the Lions will win this game. Yeah. Uh, can anyone name the Lions' top offensive receiver right now? Is it Laporta? No, not the Lions. I'm sorry, the Falcons' top offensive receiver right now. Uh, is it Bijan Robinson? It is not. It's a guy named Mac Hollins. Oh, oh, yeah. Second second that, guy. No, I have no idea. Chart, yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, 91 <laughs> yards receiving is the top for the Falcons by this point. Uh, Over two weeks. Amon Ross, St. Brown, uh, Jared Goff. Um, it doesn't matter who's running the ball for him by this point. Give me the Lions all day. All right. We have another game coming up, and that game is the Saints traveling to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Um, I am going to go with <laughs> the Saints to go into Green Bay and Want me get to put that a real fart under, under that? <laughs> I mean, you can do okay. whatever. You're the you're the editor of all this shit. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints. I like how their defense has looked through the first two games. Um, and I think uh, like Carr hasn't looked great, but they're still moving the ball enough. Uh, they, they just got to figure out how to get it in the end zone because they've been settling for a ton of field goals. Give me... The Saints on the road, big upset win, blow pack blow. I'm going to go with a negative on that home slice. Uh, I mean, Love has showed up back-to-back weeks, three TDs. Uh, I'll touch on New Orleans uh, defense here in a little bit. I don't think their offense is showing up. I think Love's going to run over them a little bit. So Green Bay by two, easily. It's the Packers' home game, their first home game. I think it's their no, first home it game. It is their first, first home, home game, game of the year. They might get Christian Watson back. I think they're get. I think they are a good offense that can score points. Home game, give me the Packers. I'm going to say the Packers in this one. Um, I mean, Derek Carr has put up like 533 yards this, this season so far. Only one touchdown, two interceptions by this point. Uh, Jordan Love, six touchdowns, probably leading the league by this point. Um, yeah, give me the Packers at home. 
Uh, Jordan Love is actually tied for first in touchdown passes with Kirk Cousins. It is. Wow. Where did that stat come from? I've been been watching some things this week. Uh, The next game, we have the Broncos going into Miami, taking on the hot, hot, hot Dolphins. Uh, Six and a half point favorites for the Dolphins. Uh, The Broncos, you know, I wanted to think they were going to take a step forward with Peyton going in there. Uh, they did have a nice little comeback uh, last week against the Commies, uh, but they are who we thought they were, garbage. Uh, so I'm going to take the Dolphins to win this game handily. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a contest right now. You know, until Denver gets their offense up and going. I mean, Miami's looking really hot right now. So, yeah, Miami six and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all picked the Dolphins to win this. And they got receivers up the yin-yang that can just run by any defender. Actually, a fun stat I found out about the Dolphins uh, Stadium by this point. Uh, it's supposed to be thunderstorms early in the morning uh, with a little bit of sun clearing up. Uh, the visitor sideline sits in the sun in Miami by the yes. point. You, you are very well I was uh, in Miami last year, and I sat on the Viking um, sideline, and I got pretty red after that I game. do not uh, do not like anyone sitting on that sideline, especially the Broncos by this point. Give me the uh, Dolphins to win and cover this game. All right. Up next, we have a game that I am going to be at. We have the... And also, uh, Mr. Chris Walters told me this earlier today. Uh, the only matchup of two 0-2 teams when the Chargers... Uh, go into Minneapolis to take on the Vikings. First thing about this game, it is going to be high scoring. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say over 69 points in this game combined with the two teams. Both teams have been giving up a lot of points and their defenses are not looking good. Um, I'm gonna take the home team. There's no spread on this one. It's an even uh, so it's a coin flip. So give me the Vikings at home if they can. Avoid the turnovers, the Vikings will win. If they turn the ball over, the Chargers will win. The Vikings avoid turnovers. Win. I think I'm going to go with the Chargers on this one. They scare me again at the end of the game last week just based on their decision-making. But I think the Chargers have got to show up one week, and I think this is the week they're going to show up on offense. Yeah, I feel like the Vikings all win this game. I just don't think the Chargers have their stuff together to do anything. So, I mean, the Vikings have to get a running game going uh, is the biggest thing right now. Alex Amanson leads that team right now with 19 carries for 62 yards for the entire season. Um, Kirk Cousins, though, throwing for 708 yards and six touchdowns, one interception. Justin Jefferson doing what Justin Jefferson should do as your first overall pick with 20 receptions, 309 yards. Still has yet to find the end zone. I think he's going to find the end zone a couple times this season. He, this he'll get there. He's like um, setting him up right now. The Vikings are going to win this game. However, I'm willing to put a dollar bet on this one. Fernando, you said over 69. The over-under for this game is 54. Give me between 54 and 69 for a dollar bet. For you? Yep. I'll allow it. There it is. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, we got well, yeah. We go from high-powered offenses to the Patriots at Jets. Mm. Uh, this should be a uh, very low-scoring game, considering both defenses are off pretty good and both offenses are well. Patriots. Uh, Mac Jones is looking good this year. Patriots are on the road as two and a half point favorites. I cannot see a Bill Belichick team starting zero and three. 
I and they have the Jets number. Have what'd you say? They've lost. They've won fourteen in a row against the Jets. Fourteen row. And again, no Karen Rodgers. I can't pick a, a Zach Wilson led team. Uh, give me the Patriots uh, to win in a. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a boring game. I'm gonna go with the Jets on this one. I think they're due, and I think Zach Wilson didn't start off the year bad last year. I think he was pretty pretty decent at the beginning of the last year, and I think he just needs a little time to come into his own. He obviously didn't expect to start at all this season with uh, Rodgers back there, so got to give the guy a little bit of time. They have some weapons to make it happen. Uh, I'm picking the Jets on this one. I think the I know think the Patriots know how to beat the Jets and. They prove it with 14 straight. Give me the Patriots. They have no... This is, like, going to be ugly. So I'm going to take the Patriots to win and cover in this game. Uh, however, does anyone guess what the over-under for this game is? 38 and a half. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, 21. 21. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe... Just throw a number out there. Maybe 42. 37 42 is the number for this game. Right? Was that right closer? Was that right closer? There. No. 38 and a half. Gross. Gross. <laughs> uh, what do we got next? Uh, Bills at Commies. Buffalo at six and a half point favorites in this game. Uh, so, yeah, Buffalo got back on track last week by dominating the Raiders. The Commies, I feel like the Commies are just a scrappy team who can keep themselves in games. Their defense is stout. Offense, I think, is still figuring it out with Sam Howell behind center. Um, I'm still going to pick the Bills to win this game. Uh, they got too much firepower on offense, and their defense is opportunistic. Uh, but I do think the Commies will cover that spread. So give me the Bills to win, and the Commies uh, can cover that 6.5 points. Yeah, I agree with you. Same way. The Bills will... This will be a pretty... Closely contested game. I don't think the Bills will run away with this. Um, and I feel like the Bills will win, but the Commies will cover. I think there's a lot of weapons on the command Commies to uh, make this close. I think Buffalo's just going to figure it out. I think they're they're right there. They, they picked it up last week, and I think they're, like, pegged to make a run. I think there's a lot of talk around Josh Allen on whether or not he's going to show up. Uh, this year and make it happen, but I I think they're you know they're tough in their division, but I think they're a playoff talented team. So I think they're going to show up against Washington and uh, six and a half. I think they got it pretty easily. Do you know the NFC East is the only team without a losing record right now? Really, one hundred percent. The Giants are one and one. Oh, yeah, the Giants. Uh, the rest of the teams are all 2-0. Oh, unfortunately for Washington, they're going to find their loss this week against the Bills. Uh, the Bills will win and cover this game. The, they're they're going to find their stride. I think Stephon Diggs has a huge game this week. Uh, also look at the tight ends this week. But they're going to shut down the Commies' offense. I, I think it'll be 10 points or more. Fair enough. Up next, uh, Texans. The lowly, lowly Texans travel to Jacksonville, taking on the Jaguars. Nine-point favorites. Um, I really don't have much to say about this. I mean, I'm always going to pick against the Texans this year. So Jacksonville, definitely the better team, and I, they can cover that nine-point spread. Uh, Texans couldn't even keep it to single digits against the 
uh, Colts last week, losing by 11. So, yeah, Jacksonville all day, no problem. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think Jacksonville looked good so far this year. Their defense been showing up. And I just don't think Houston has anything on either side of the ball uh, to stand a chance in this game. Uh, I don't have much to add except Duval. Fair enough. <laughs> well done. It was actually very disappointing. Uh, we're looking at tickets for the 49ers-Jacksonville game in November for my 40th birthday. Uh, everyone's invited, all two of you listeners out there. Uh, the tickets for this game right now are going at twenty three dollars a piece right now for this. Twenty three, that's outrageous! Ooh, wow, by section. CJ Stroud is thrown for six hundred and twenty six yards this season. Uh, Nico Collins, if you have money fantasy league, good job on you. Thirteen receptions for two hundred and twenty six yards and a touchdown. They are absolutely lighting up for fantasy, but they are a terrible garbage team. Uh, this is the week that the Jaguars finally turn their offense around. Give me the Jaguars and give me them to cover nine points plus. Shocking. Duval. Shocking, if you will. Duval. There you go. Uh, we got Colts at Ravens for the next game. Baltimore, seven and a half point favorites. Uh, yeah, Lamar looks like he's back to his uh, old tricks again. He, they got back on against the struggling Bengals last week. I think they just destroy the Colts in this game. I think Lamar can run all over them. Uh, the receivers have been showing up. Lamar's passing the ball more this year, it seems. like He's not using his legs as often, and I think it's he's going to have an easy go of it, go of it um, with the Colts. Give me the Ravens to win and cover that 7.5. I think Baltimore's going to win this game pretty easily, but I don't know. I just think there's something about the Colts. Maybe it's just all hard talking right now, but uh, I'm going to say the Colts cover the 7.5. Oh. I don't see it. I see the Ravens winning this pretty handily. I think I and I don't think Anthony Richardson is actually playing this game, or he's like kind of questionable. Yeah, it was Minshew last week, right? Yeah, Minshew is now going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I feel never like never heard of him. Really? <laughs> Give me the Ravens to win and cover. Yeah, I don't think the yeah the Colts can really muster up anything. At the beginning of the season, Lamar Jackson said he was going to throw for over five thousand yards this year. All of us kind of made fun of that. He's over 400 yards already after two games. So he's averaging 200 yards a game. We'll see what he starts picking up as he starts playing like yeah, worse yeah, and worse yeah. teams by this point. Yeah. Dollar bet says he doesn't hit 5,000 yards. I might take that one. Uh, not yet, but uh, give me the, the, the Ravens to win and cover this game. All right, we're moving into the afternoon games with the Panthers at the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks brought it up, uh, yeah, put up their uh, offensive numbers last week against Detroit. Uh, home game. The Panthers' defense, I like them a lot. Uh, that's the one shining star in Carolina. Uh, Seattle at six-point favorites. I will pick the Seahawks to win this game, but I think the Panthers can cover that six-point spread, keep the game a little close, or maybe get another garbage touchdown at the end to, you know, cover that six-point spread. Feeling again? Maybe. Hurst. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I apologize. Uh, no, I'm taking Seahawks and winning cover on this one. I think until I see the Panthers' offense show up one game, I am not on their side uh, to win. So I think Seahawks is going to run this. I do like Carolina defense. I think they're showing up. But again, you can only work those guys so much without an offense. So I think Seahawks going to run away with this game. Yeah, I agree. The Seahawks are going to probably win this game handily. I'm just wondering if it's going to be a super fan bet in the Walters house, but that seems to be like old news now. 
It's not very interesting anymore. Super fan bets. Yeah, not to talk about on a podcast. So to go back to the running game by this point, uh, Miles Sanders going 32 carries for 116 yards for the entire season, uh, averaging about 3.6 yards a carry right now. Not great stats. Uh, I still blame it on the rushing game. I think the Panthers might make a change on this one. I'm, I'm feeling in my bones. Um, I think the Seahawks win this game, but I'm going to pick the Panthers to cover. Boom. Next up, the mighty Chicago Bears at 0-2. Traveling to Kansas City, taking on the Chiefs. 12-and-a-half point spread. This is the biggest spread of the week. Mighty. And there's not much to say in this game, except that the Chiefs are going to win, and they are going to cover that 12-and-a-half. They could win by 21 easily in this game. I agree. Justin Fields can go ahead and throw his coaches under the bus for his bad play, but... Chiefs Bears all are day. so bad. I don't know how they could cover that. But, yeah, Chiefs are going to win that by, hand, by a lot. Yeah, I got the Chiefs winning for sure, easily. But I think the Bears are eventually going to show up. They have some weapons out there. They're just not utilizing them properly. And I think uh, Justin Fields is a little panicked in the pocket. And that's why he's throwing people under the bus. So 12 points, 12 and a half points. Is a big spread for me. So I got Kansas City winning, but I think Chicago will cover. So you think Chicago shows up in Arrowhead? That's what you're telling me right now. So for a 12 and a half point spread? Yeah. Yes. I got a dollar bet. It's going to be a lot I'll of take. Chase Claypool. A lot of Chase Claypool, third best wide right receiver. Thank you. Third best. Mm-hmm. Okay. Travis, who you got? I, I already got the Chiefs cover. Um, I just made a dollar bet on it. I saw that. All right, so next up, yeah, Cowboys at Cardinals, 12-point favorites. Cowboys all day. They're going to cover that easily. Is that too many points for you in a game, Chris, on this one? No, but that defense. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you believe in Dobby Dimes? Do you believe in Dobby Dobby Dimes for this one? Not not with that defense. We're we're talking about a half a point right now between these two games, and you're like, oh, that's too much. Oh, you're picking Dobby Dimes over Fields? One half is a lot. One half is a big half. No. Yeah, I'm picking Dobby Dimes over Fields. Yeah, no. I'm through like, the air? I bet you Dobby Dimes has better numbers through the yeah, year. Yeah, what about the Jeff cover? Jones. Are you picking the Cardinals to cover? No. Oh. God, no. That would make it fun of Chris being no. very apprehensive about 12 and a half versus 12. Yeah, no. I think <laughs> I think Dallas got this. I think their defense is way too hot right now. These guys are looking phenomenal. I mean, they're, what was 37 points for you the first week in fantasy? 37 points. Oh, my God. Disgusting. Oh, Andrew, do you know how many points it was the first week? I can't recall. That's right. Yeah. So just like another like 18 or 19 points last week. Yeah. And, I mean. Uh, I'm going to say they're going to like between those two this week. I will say Dobbs have yet to throw a interception on the season. Uh, but this might be his first game. Maybe multiple. Uh, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, Dallas is going to win and cover this easily. I just think Dallas has like historic defense right now. I mean, they they look so good. Disgusting. Their offense is not great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that defense. Mm. All right, Sunday night football: Steelers at Raiders. Uh, Raiders are two and a half point favorites. That kind of shocked me because I am taking the Steelers and that defense to uh, not allow Jimmy G to do anything in this game. Steelers on the road with the win. I'm taking the same. I think Pittsburgh's going to show up. Uh, Jimmy G has looked pretty decent so far, but I think that defense is going to be able to contain him a little bit, make sure he's not passing the ball as much, and Pittsburgh's going to win this game. I don't know why I feel a little sympathy for Jimmy G. Oh, how dare you. It's because he's so handsome. 
it's because he shares. And you have it. You have a thing for those he's handsome quarterbacks. Ridiculously handsome quarterback. Um, <laughs> I feel like sure. this Raider home game. They have enough to pull out a win. So I'm picking the win and cover at two and a half point spread. Right. Jimmy G pulling out his ass for Jimmy G over here. Uh, give me the Steelers all day on this one. Um, I mean, beating the Browns at home was was a tough one, even losing to Chubb and everything like that. But that was a gritty team that won that game. I don't think the Raiders got that in them right now. Mm, doesn't feel it. Uh, Monday Night Football, once again, we got a doubleheader. Doubleheader, uh, Eagles at Bucks for the first game. Uh, Eagles are going to be five point favorites. Uh, I will say the Bucks have been a scrappy team. I mean, they're two and zero. They won in Minnesota. They won at home against Chicago. Uh, but the Eagles, their passing game isn't there. But I think they can run all over them. Uh, give me the Eagles to win and then cover that five point spread. I think it's going to be. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that close. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm going to say Eagles all day because um, you can go ahead and forget Baker Mayfield. I don't even know why he exists anymore. <laughs> like, needless to say, a He's starting useful. quarterback. He's useful. But yeah, uh, Philly has this easily. Um, I have the Eagles to win this game really easily. Um, but doesn't mean that I don't feel like fancy points will be scored in this game. There's going to be plenty to be had. What's the over on this one, I feel I feel like it's a lot. Well, I'm glad you asked that one. The over/under on this one is going to be 46. 46. 46. Kind uh, of a, a lower range on this one. Um, I'm I'm going to take the Eagles on this one to to win and cover. I think the uh, the Bucks have not allowed a rusher over 35 yards this season so far. So DeAndre Swift and um, Kenneth Gainwell owners, uh, just sit them if you have the chance to do it. Uh, you probably don't by this point because you're probably scraping the bottom of the barrel on these running backs. Uh, but let the Eagles receivers run on this one. Uh, A.J. Brown's going to have a come-out game uh, for the first time this season. It's they're, Eagles are going to win the cover. No problem. Final game of the week, also uh, the Monday night doubleheader. We have the Rams traveling to Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati, two-and-a-half-point favorites. For the way both teams have played this year, I have no faith in Cincinnati. Even if they throw Joe Burrow out there, he's not 100%. He doesn't look good back there. He looks uncomfortable. Uh, the Rams have looked pretty good. I mean, they lost to a very good Niner team, and they dominated the Seahawks in Week 1. I think the Rams go into Cincinnati and come out with a dub. Stafford has been looking great back there. I'm going to agree with that. I think the Rams are going to come out with this win. Uh, Cincy, I just don't think they're quite there. Uh, you know, the quarterback's not there. They're not really uh, gelling on the offense right now. So if they can't score points, uh, Stafford's there to put them up. So I got the Rams winning this one. I initially had the Bengals on this, and I figured, like, maybe Burrow will come out and play, got it out and play this game. But what's the point? At this point, he's, he's not healthy. I'm changing to the Rams. Um, Rams will win this game. I feel like this is going to be a sad 0-3 start for the Bengals. We persuaded him. Mm. Yeah, we mm. did. Not, not for Jimmy G, though. I'll just keep, the, keep that sure. fixed. Well, you guys persuaded me, my friends. I originally had the Rams in this game. I'm going to take the Bengals uh-huh. in this game. Oh, oh. Horrible to I'm going to take the Bengals to win and cover this game. Uh, I do not see the Cincinnati Bengals starting the season 0-3. Uh, the Rams could fight their way out of the NFC, even at a wild card, starting 1-2 and two by this point. The Bengals cannot start 0-3. I do not believe it. I believe the Bengals will have this game 
covered. You're just, Burrowing up. You're just scared of Timmy. I, <laughs> I, I don't know if that backup quarterback can actually, if he, he plays, and I feel like he's going to play. I don't think Burrow's playing this game. All right, we got a new segment we're going to do. Those were our game picks. New segment, we're going to give you our hot takes. We just went over all the uh, predictions for the uh, wins, losses, covers, and whatnot. We have our hot takes. Uh, we have some Mikey V's. What is it? E-A-F-O? What, is that? what does that mean? No idea. Okay, well, it says it on the label. But the heat level on this thing, it says it's an 11 out of 10. So we are going to dab our chopsticks. Go deep in there. Go deep. We're going to go no, deep. No, you don't need to go deep. Go deep. So uh, I'm going to take a little dab. To the bottom. To the bottom. All the way to the bottom. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, suck it all off. I am not no, sucking it all, suck it all off. This oh, stuff yeah. is going to be hot. Oh, yeah. uh, no, Travis. Oh. No, oh, gross. No. Ah. It's, so, it's so hot. All right, my hot take for this week. The Vikings-Chargers game will be the highest scoring game of the week. I am going at... 48 to 45, Vikings will win by a field goal. So you should start. <coughs> you should start all the skilled players on both sides of the ball: wide receivers, quarterbacks, tight ends. If you got them on your fantasy team for Chargers and Vikings, because everybody is going to be scoring and it is going to be fun to watch. I'm going with Green Bay on this one. I don't think New Orleans has seen an offense they've been able to not dominate so far. And I'm saying ride that love train all day this week. Back-to-back three-week touchdowns. Or, sorry, back-to-back three touchdowns a week. What you mean, love Yeah, I want you to hop on that train. He's going to go out there with at least three touchdowns this week. You guys do it up. So say the love boat. Love boat. Oh, I still love the love train, and that's why I'm riding with because my mouth is on fire. Oh, oh man. My, my hot take is this week, Baker Mayfield will be a very top quarterback scorer. He's going to play against Philly's defense. For fantasy. For fantasy. you got to tell him for fantasy. For fantasy. They're going to play a Philly defense that's not very good. They're going to have to be coming back in this game. Baker Mayfield will be throwing a lot of Woo! passes and touchdowns just to keep up. Give me Baker as a top-notch fantasy start. Uh, they got oh my easy hot take. Start the Dallas defense. Super easy. That's a hot take. What? That is not a hot take. That no, is but hot take too. If you got Tony or Sky Moore, start him. Sky Moore. Have a okay. game. Yeah. Also, <coughs> if you have a tight end that you're on the fence about, drop them. Pick up Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is going to have a game even against that Zach Dallas. No. Doesn't he lead the NFL uh, for tight end receptions? He sure does. My mouth is numb now. Um, All right. Well, it's 16 receptions right now. Leads the NFL in receptions for the tight end. <coughs> Whose idea I, was this? I think uh, I'm the only one who can still talk right now. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. This has been your week three edition of Double Doinks and Sackles. Teach you how to football. Can uh, you teach me how to football? We're trying, <laughs> I man. I think we did. Maybe. All right. Signing Woo! off. My name is Fernando. Jimmy G. This. Whatever, boy. <laughs> yeah. And joining you, Chris Walters. And I'm We Travis. need a nickname for him. Uh, honestly, right. for everybody out there, please just give us iTunes reviews. It actually bumps our algorithm up there to get us up there more. I mean, I don't care what you say. Tell you Fernando hates purple or Chris hates to keep unbounded. Uh, <laughs> whatever you have to say, just, just comment. Do your thing. Keep us up there. 
We're going to get there eventually and uh, watch it one day. And we're done.